The word of God comes to us today from Mark 5, verses 22 to 43, under the caption, Hijab Blessing, or Big of Faith. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, for your mercy, for your patience, for everything that you have done in our lives continue to do and we just want to give you honor want to give you the glory want to give you the praise as you're about to open your words we ask that let there be an atmosphere of peace unburden every heart unclog every mind let your word go forth with clarity let your word go forth with power, let it strengthen someone, let it encourage someone. You know, dead things can live again. Let your name be glorified, be thou increase and decrease me. Be thou lifted up. Want to say thanks for hearing and thanks for answering. Be back all the forces of destruction. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's get into the word. Okay. So, I just do a little definition first. It says, hijack. Unlawful seas. Unlawful seas. And there are some examples of that. Either by an aircraft, ship, or vehicle. In transit and force it to go to a different destination or use it for one's own purpose. That definition was from Google. Let's go to the word of God. It says, And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, this is Jesus, when Jairus saw Jesus, he felt at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, my little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed and she will live. So Jesus went with him and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Let us backtrack. So here we have Jairus going to Jesus, begging him, you know, heal my daughter. He's desperate. The woman who is also desperate. She had been in her situation for 12 years, a dead situation. And she needed healing. Both of them wanted healing. They both went out of their way to meet Jesus. Jairus begged and met Jesus first, direct contact. The woman reached out in the crowd and touched him. Let's go there. She said, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, 
I shall be made well. While Jairus, on the other hand, said, Come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed. So Jairus wanted to take Jesus to his house, while the woman only just wanted to touch his clothes. And she knew that in touching his clothes, she would be made well. 29. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? You know, but the disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus felt the touch of faith. He felt virtue leaving his body. And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue house who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? And as soon as Jesus heard the words that were spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid, only believe. Here we have a woman who had been in the situation for 12 years, physician after physician, spending all her money, and she had the faith. No one needed to encourage her. No one needed to give her a jump start of faith. And that's 12 years. And here we have a ruler of the synagogue who had a dead situation for a couple hours, according to the Bible. And Jesus had to give him a jump start of faith by saying, Do not be afraid, only believe. Let's continue. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. The woman blessings were public for two reasons. For one, where she was at was where there was a need. Everyone was on one accord, you know. Everyone wanted healing from Jesus and believed it, you know, because he was thronged by a crowd. But where Jairus was, was at a place of doubt. Jairus himself had doubt. And we see that in verse 36, because Jesus had to tell him, do not be afraid, only believe. Let's continue. And John the James of brother, then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a turmoil and those who wept and wailed loudly. When Jesus came in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weep? 
the child is not dead but sleeping and I'm imagining in my mind they must have heard about the woman's healing and other healing that Jesus would have done and yet unbelief linger in these people you know they're crying and stuff and in sleep according to Bible context does not mean that you're not dead it means as a Christian you will sleep you know you're just waiting and they ridicule him but when he had put them all outside he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and enter where the child was laying because sometimes you have to exclude some people because their environment plays a lot as well if you're surrounded by people of doubt and you're not firm in the Lord and you don't have that level of desperation for God and that extreme faith you will exhibit the same spirit that you are surrounded by but you just have to put the daughters outside you know and put little faith in the room with him yes then he took the child by the hand and said to her talia kumai which is translated little girl i say to you arise and immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age, and they were overcome with great amazement. I never really saw this verse when I looked at it, but now I'm seeing where the woman, she went out in faith and touched Jesus. Her faith grabbed hold of Jesus, and it brought healing to her. With the child, Jesus had to lay his hand on her and speak life. And healing into her body you know immediately she arose and walked for she was 12 years of age and they were overcome with great amazement to be amazed by something you could not believe that it would have happened we see where the woman she trembled and she was afraid knowing what had happened to her because she believed she believed from the beginning to the end and the difference with Jairus' daughter and the woman's situation, he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Her faith had made her well. But in Jairus' case, there was not much faith. Because faith and doubt mixed together is not the atmosphere or the ingredients for miracles it's not you have to believe even when you don't see it even when it seems dead the woman had a, a dead situation for 12 years you know physician after physician and she still believed Jairus had a, a situation for a couple hours I don't know the exact time span and yet at the sound of death doubt was entering his heart so much that jesus had to say do not be afraid only believe jesus had to jump start his faith while the woman she needed no jump start she just believed you know that's amazing immediately the girl yes we read that already but he commanded them strictly that no one should know and said that something should be given to 
her to eat. So we see with the woman, her blessing, her miracle, her healing was public size. You know, because it was in an atmosphere of faith. You know, faith moves mountains. You know, Jesus said, Your faith has made you well. But Jairus, the situation, the situation, the girl was dead. The situation was dead. The people was filled with doubt and unbelief. So I believe, you know, Satan already created the atmosphere of doubt in the people and ridiculing Jesus. It was best to capitalize on the bigger faith than the lesser faith. A woman was really desperate. And in desperation, it can lead you. Desperation, and in being in a situation for many years, can either let you hold on to God or cause you to let go of God. But I always say that it's better you suffer with God than suffer with man. Because at the end of the day, you know something good will come out when you suffer with God. You're going to change. You're going to grow. You know, you're going to change. You're going to grow. But when you suffer in sin, there's nothing to reap than pain and sorrow. There's no fruit. The word of God says, you sow in tears, you shall reap in joy. You know, hold on to God. Trust in Him. You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Do have a blessed life.